Good day, everyone. Welcome to the Sweet Empowerment Podcast. In today's episode, I speak with a former student of my Self-Love to Soulmate Masterclass. She had such a profound and moving experience and had changed her life in the most magical, miraculous, and transformative way through the Self-Love to Soulmate Masterclass that I invited her to come on to my private Facebook group, Attract a Great Guy, and record a Facebook Live with me. We had such an amazing conversation, and I know you'll be touched and moved and incredibly inspired with what Christine has to share. So let's get to it. I'm so glad you're here. Yay! Thanks for having me. It's so good to see your your face. Okay, so I'm just going to jump right in. And the reason why I invited you is because coaching with you was one, like, I'm honestly mean, it's one of the most fantastic experiences. It was Uh, really so fun. You're so open. You're so ready. Um, I don't want to say too much because I want you to be able to say it. So I'm just want to start out with saying, tell tell us just a little bit about your dysfunctional pattern, meaning not the ins and outs of all the stories of everything, but just like, what was your pattern? What were you doing? that yeah that it was making you struggle yeah um i was always attracting guys who needed help like i thought mm. i needed to save them um i was always tra- attracting guys who were abusive verbally couple physically non-committers um people just mm. used and abused mm. me and i didn't understand because i was like treating them like gold and i was like what is the problem like why, why do I keep getting treated this way? So yeah, my last relationship was like the breakup was devastating to me. And that's when I was like, okay, I need to look within and figure out why this keeps happening. So, and I found you. What prompted you to reach out to coaching? Because I, I remember how it happened. It was, it was very interesting to me. And I would love to hear you share that with everybody. Yeah, like I said, I just, I, I hit another rock bottom and um, I was kind of just really sick of it. I got to that place where I'm just like, why, why does this keep happening? Something has to change. And yeah, I was just rock bottom and just ready for change. Like there was nowhere else to go, but up. <laughs> so yeah. I found you. Yeah. So what I remember is that you weren't in Attract a Great Guy very long. No. And nope. I posted something. I don't know if it was a Facebook Live, but you were, oh my God, this is me. Yeah. Do you remember that? Something Can you tell us about that? Teaser. I think it was a, like a overgiving. It was overgiving. Overgiving Over video. You'd, and I'm like, mm-hmm. holy crap, this is <laughs> me to a T. And then I was like, Kristen, do you do like one on one? Because I need help. I need help. <laughs> yeah. And so that was a big awareness for you so can you talk about like why you were open to seeing that at this point in the journey rather than five years ago or six months ago I think because um just where I was at I was so sick of all the bad relationships I've been that in the past I don't think I didn't I look I was looking at them like what is wrong yes, with them? Yes. I wasn't looking at me. I was I thought I was great. Like I thought, well, there's definitely something wrong with them because I just treat them like gold. So Right. You know? 
I was like, why wouldn't anyone want to be with me? <laughs> you know? Seriously. <laughs> I'm awesome. No. Yeah. So, uh, so this really like turned it around and was like, okay, here's a pattern. Why again, I can only change myself. So that's where I'm starting with. Yeah. See, that was, that's a big realization for a lot of people. And we have to come to that place because I did the same thing. I was like, well, he's a jerk. Well, he's this. Well, he's that. Because I knew how I was showing up. I was, I was over accommodating. I was giving. I was giving blowjobs. I was, you know, I was doing everything, you know, that they love and like. And why am I not getting this reciprocated to me? So it was at that point, too, where I, I turned it around in myself and I said, I, I've got, can only change me. I only have control over me. And there's something I'm doing, which, as you could probably attest to, it seems kind of like a weird mystery thing because you're like, but I'm doing everything right. I'm kind right. of considerate, right? So can you talk yeah. about that? Like, there's had to be a switch that happens where, and I think it's a spiritual switch that happens where we're like, okay, there's something else going on here. So can you kind of go a little deeper with that? Something going else about how I turned it around to me? Yeah. Like, how um, did you yeah. really attach to that? Was it just because the pain was too great? So you made you open to another answer or? The pain was, was really great. Um, and, you know, the ending of my, I, I didn't really like the person that I had become at the very end oh. of the breakup. Yeah. So it forced me to look at, okay, so you, I say I'm great, but look at how I just acted, you know? So it made me, one, go deeper with my relationship with God. And then just really, yeah, I just put it all on me to be like, why? I wanted to know why I did what I did. Yeah, you know, just you saying that, my eyes teared up. You know me, Miss Emotional. <laughs> yeah. When something hits my heart, my eyes tear up, no matter what, what it is. And I was like, oh, the person I had become, because at the end of the relationship with my first husband, I was just screaming and mad all the time. And the reason why I ended up getting divorced was like, I can't be like this around these kids. This, this relationship, all I could see was this relationship equals me being an a-hole. And yeah. I can't be in it because I didn't want the kids growing up in that kind of a household, never even thinking potentially that it was me. Like, mm -hmm. not me being a jerk, but with the way I was responding to the situations or what I was needing in those situations. And I had become someone I didn't like either. And I think that's a, such a huge valid point because it's a good indicator for anybody that's watching now or is going to watch later. If you find yourself just, not even liking who you are. Like, you know, you're a solid, good person, but you're not liking what's, what's happening here. You're not liking who you are turning into in this relationship. That's an indicator that you need to look at yourself, but that doesn't mean you're a jerk because mm -hmm. here's the fascinating part. And I tell people this all the time. I coach amazing people. I don't coach a-holes because a-holes aren't calling me. <laughs> Who's calling me is yeah. the sweet and the kind and the gentle and the loving and the giving and the nurturing and the generous. These are the people that call me, which is wonderful because it weeds out those type of people, right? right. Um, yeah. But so yeah. it's, it's not that, and I want to make sure people understand this. It's not that, you know, this is in any way, shape or form saying that you're a jerk. 
you're, you, our behavior might turn into that because we're kicking and screaming to be seen and loved right. and respected, right? And we yeah. kind of feel justified in that. Like, did you feel kind of justified in that behavior in that moment? In the moment after I felt guilty. And yeah. Not good, but in the moment, yes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I just treated you this way and this. I don't think so. Mm -mm. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? So. And there, and there is, there is some good to that. So let's define that for people. There is some good to, yes, I've been disrespected, so I need to stand up for myself. But what if you, what have you learned about that, about standing up for yourself in a healthy, empowered way rather than the. Yeah. Oh, this is, um, I work on this every day still. Cause I, I, I've definitely tuned in on how to be more empowered with words of all about myself and not putting it on them. You taught me that like when it's more empowering because you're telling the person what you're going to tolerate and what you're feeling and what is acceptable, not acceptable rather than you, 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 you. Yeah. That was huge for me. Mm -hmm. That's a very big point you're bringing up girlfriend. Yeah. You yeah. taught me it, girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but you learned, you learned it, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Um, I always tell people this because a lot of my clients will say, you're, thank you so much. You're so great. And I'm like, listen, I'm just handing you the stuff. You're yeah. doing the work. So really, you know, you're saving yourself. I'm just giving you the tools to do that. But I love that. Can you tell me a little bit more about Empowered with Words? What I'm hearing you say so far is that you've learned how to turn it around instead of being the finger pointer yeah. you've learned how can you give an example what that means where you've learned to make it about you I know what you're saying but I want would love for you to clarify it for everybody okay. that's watching so for a recent example like with my ex do you want me to, is that like an example you want me to give sure yeah um people can relate so, to those yeah so um my the ex that i was devastated by that brought me here has been back in contact trying to get back together and stuff and now um i see things much differently and so now i set boundaries he um wanted me to to he wanted to see me and then um okay i set boundaries as in you can come here you can pick me up he lives far so i'm not driving to him far i'm not gonna i'm not doing the heavy lifting right now mm -hmm. right so so that was going to happen and then um once i switched up the schedule actually no this isn't gonna work this way i think it'd be best to stay at my house tonight like stay in this area um and he come so he completely turned like switched and like kind of went you kind of saw it was the old person again. So I said, I'm not liking the way you're speaking to me. Um, thank you. Like, thank you for reaching out um, to get together, but I'm going to pass them this time, mm -hmm. you know? So no, keep going. pretty much I said, you know, thanks for reaching out, but this isn't going to work right now. Mm -hmm. So what you didn't do is say, how come you're bye, 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 you, bye, 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 you know how we do. Yeah. Instead you were yeah. like, you just took a step back and you're like, okay, just to clarify for everybody, he reached back out. She was willing to have the conversation because he was showing some growth and some, something different. 
And yeah. what Christine and I talk about is that, okay, well, it's okay to explore that because people do have wake up calls. They do have epiphanies, mm -hmm. they do heal and grow. That's what relationships are for. And this is perfectly, what's the word I'm looking for? Possible that this happened for him. So he reached out to have a conversation and he said, well, I'll come get you and then we can go over here and we'll drive around here and we'll do this. But then it was gonna involve a sleepover and Christine was like, yeah, not sure. She said yes at first because that would be fine. And she knew that she could hold her own boundaries. But afterwards she was like, this is probably not a good idea. So I need to change, I need to change my plan. Mm -hmm. So she changed her plan and said, hey, it's better if we do it this way. He said, nope, nope. And went back because he wasn't getting his way. Mm -hmm. He immediately reverted back to his old mani manipulations and controllingness. And yeah. that's when Christine said, yeah. you know what? No. So yeah. the difference here is that you would have done what in the past with that? How would you have acted with that in the past? I would have been like trying to talk to him like, why? No, like trying to hang on to be like, we can still see each other or, and I'd just be super accommodating. I'd probably be like, okay, fine. I'll stay over. You know, I would compromise. You'd fold. But I yeah, mm -hmm. I would fold. I always folded. Mm -hmm. I I had the pattern of speaking up, but never following through. I always folded. So yeah, that was <laughs> me, girl. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it wasn't right. I knew I needed to honor myself. Yeah, but I I just couldn't hold the boundary. Yeah. I would say it, and then it wouldn't happen. I just like okay, whatever. And also, you know, talk to us a little bit about feeling bad or guilty because I remember us doing a lot. You're like, well, I feel bad because yeah. of you know, he has to drive or something. Talk to us about that. Yeah. Yeah. I would always, you know, I always was the one to do most of the work in all my relationships. Uh, oh, I just felt bad putting them out. I felt yeah. bad for having them to do the work. Um, I was always super accommodating, super compromising, um, did all the work, like just was used to that. Like, and yeah. I felt good because I'm like, oh, I'm superwoman. I can do everything. Right. And, right. and I'll prove myself. Really, yeah. Right. Tell us and about so, that part too. When you're done. I lost my train of thought. I'm I know I suck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm superwoman. Look at me. Um, I can do all this work. Yeah. So I would feel bad. And then I just overexert myself. And then, um, which that's what he's used to. Like, he wants that person. Like he wanted me to be the overgiving, super compromising person. And when I said, started setting boundaries, he was like kicking and screaming. <laughs> right. Throwing little tantrums. Yeah. Absolutely. Was there a part of you that all the overgiving and accommodating was trying to prove yourself as worthy? Yeah. For yeah. Sure. I was definitely like, Oh, if I do all this stuff, they're going to be, they're just going to see how awesome I am and they want to be with me. Yeah. And I gifts. Oh my gosh. I, oh, overboard on gifts. We were even, we didn't even see each other for a month. And I, this guy has three boys. Okay. And him. And I went above and beyond for Christmas gifts, not even knowing what we were. And he got me zero, nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, way overgiving has always been my whole life. Overgiving gifts with, with any guy that I've been with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's, um, I think it's a huge thing for women. You know, there's other people that I've coached who have just, we all seem to have that, that have this type of issue where we keep attracting this type of guy is we, we, we all just go out of our way and we're trying to prove ourselves. I know I did that. I was trying to prove myself, you know, constantly like, I'm so fun. I'm so giving. I'm so lovely. I'm so sexual. I'm so yay. And And all they did, all it did to me was attract takers. So do you see now in hindsight that your overgiving was like a direct vibration to what type of man? What type of man? Yeah, a taker. Yeah, Yeah. a a taker. And I didn't realize that until this course. So Mm -hmm. I didn't realize any of this stuff until this course. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and like selfish, as long as we make it all about them, they will allow it to be all about them. And then they're not motivated for us to do anything, you know, to do anything for us because we've never required it. Right. It's like, we're, it's like, we're, so what have you, what have, what was the turning point for you in this course? Because I remember about week two, you just something clicked. I mean, it was like, I don't know. Tell me how that felt. What clicked? Like, yeah. what was the turning point for you? I'm gonna. Like, I have all my modules here, so I can see what week was week. Let me see. Take. Or what did you feel like your change oh, was? Yeah. When did you feel a change happening, and what did it feel or look like for you? Well, even after week one, when you write, when I write that letter to myself, mm-hmm. that that brings a lot into perspective. Um, so remembering that letter helps with everything because you just go through so many emotions with that letter and mm-hmm. you don't ever want to go back to that. Yeah. Person, you know? Yeah. So that was very powerful. Um, and then, yeah, discovering my, yeah, the masks that we wear um, and, you know, being a certain way. And then you're not even sure if the person you're with is going to like you because you have all these masks on. Mm-hmm. So then that was big. Um, I don't know. I, I think what did it feel? Yeah. Well, at some <laughs> point and you, you know, you come in and you're like, you know, people come in at first with me and they're just like, oh my God, because they do, there's so much confusion and there's yeah. so much pain and there's so much suffering. And I, there's like this magical point where they just kind of go boop. And the, like, I see people shift in that moment. What did that feel like for you? Can you describe that? Like, did you feel a sense of calm? Did you feel like things just made sense? Like, you know, what happened for you in that moment? Yeah, things just started clicking and my perspective changed when I started to really dig dig deep and see what was going on and how I wasn't loving myself and honoring myself. Yeah, I just, you know, you work through it and then it's really just, you have this sense of, of yeah calmness and but empowerment like the word is perfect empowerment because Mm -hmm. the people that are treating you this way are still treating you this way but you now have a different lens on and you can see the bs and you look at it and you're like this is crazy like and it's just a complete different perspective and it's just like nope you it it just clicks and you know nope no that nope sorry next yeah (laughs) next that's my favorite thing um yeah there's a 
I love that you're saying the perception shift because it really is truly when we're seeing the world through desperation and neediness, yeah. we're going to, we're going to always have a certain view and a certain behavior that follows that. And when you switch it to love and self-value, there's a different behavior that follows that. That's very, very opposite than this. It is. It's and, very- and, and this one feels so much better. Yeah. It just feels better. Like you can feel yeah. the truth of it. You can feel the love in it. You can feel the God in it. You can feel like, wow, I've been doing this for so long and this hurt, but, but that's the only way I knew how to do it. And now I can feel, yeah, I, I feel this. Um, and I love that you said, you started to see him clearly. I remember at one point you said to me and I was like, <clears throat> you guys don't see what I do on my side over here. <laughs> I might've done that. It might've been on a face or a, a live when we were meeting, but you yeah. said, I don't even know if I want him. Yeah. Tell us about how it turned from obsessing. Just, I had, how can I get this guy? How can I work this out? And that just magical shift of, I don't even know if I want him. Yeah, that that was a miracle. The best feeling in the world, by the way. Um, yeah, I was so in love. I thought with this guy and desperate and needy, and um, I could only see certain things. And then once I started to see how he was, it's it's a turnoff. It's like you just see the manipulation and all the selfishness and just the way they use. And it just made me not even know if I even liked this person because I could just, I don't want to be with a manipulative person that is like, you know, before I just thought, oh, it's his personality. Oh, something like just so many different, I made excuses for it before. And now that I can love myself and see clearly, I just see the BS and I'm like, no, I don't even know what I would say if he was like, oh, I want to be with you. I was, yeah, I had no idea because I didn't even know. Like I said, I'm like, what do I do? I, I, I literally had to start over. I need to get to know this person again because you were a completely different person in my eyes from then to now. I just feel like shrieking right now. <laughs> like, yes, that's exactly it. Yeah. It's like when we're tainted, when we're, we're so unloving to ourselves and that person getting that person becomes our source. It becomes, I just got to get you. I got to get you because I, it's going to somehow fill me up inside when that person is that source for, for us. And then Mm -hmm. when we start to be that source for ourselves, we start loving ourselves in such a deeply profound way where we just know our worth right now. It's like all of a sudden it's like all of the BS goes away. It's all gone. And there's there in front of us stands this guy that's been a jerk who's mm-hmm. been disrespectful, who's been mm-hmm. neglectful, who's not followed through his yeah. integrity is crap. And we're, and we're like, Oh my God, what have I been doing? Yeah. But what did yeah. you learn about that? About not being hard on yourself as you discover yeah. those things. Cause that's the thing yeah. we want to go. You're such an idiot. Why did you... I know. I yeah. know. And you know what? I'm thinking about it now um, because before I was so hard on myself with everything, everything to what I ate, to what I wore, what I look like, like everything. But once you, once you shift and love yourself, I did not, I didn't (coughs) pick myself up at all. 
I didn't. I think I read uh, week one, I read the letter and I cry because, you know, you feel bad. Like I felt, remember I said, I was like, you're like, what do you experience? Like you feel stupid, but it's when you put it on paper, but then you just, I had compassion for myself. Yeah. I didn't know better. I didn't know yeah. better. And so I just formed a lot of compassion and love for myself, grace, understanding. Yeah, I didn't beat myself up at all. What would you, I love that you said I just formed a lot of compassion for my, for yourself. How would you advise or encourage somebody to start forming compassion for themselves? Now, that's a tricky um, question. Take your time. Yeah. Um, start forming compassion for yourself. Understand, understanding yourself is big like look at where you look where you are in your moment look at what you've been taught or what you are surrounded by your surroundings right look at all of the factors and look at what you did whatever relationship you were in right just form an understanding of where you were in that time mm -hmm. and just look at yourself and be like you really just have to come to a place of understanding and not, not judging and just Perfect. knowing yes. that you are human, you, and you're doing the best you can with what you have. So now you can know better and do better, yes. you know? So I don't know, just really understand where you are and then just have compassion for yourself and know that, you can, you can do better now. Well, you, know? you nailed that. That's it. That's you <laughs> yeah. nailed it because that's exactly right. Is when we, when we know we're just doing the best we can in any given moment. And just like a child learning to ride a bike, you know, or, or learning to use a spoon for the first time yeah. or things like that, it's not going to, you know, we don't go back and judge our, our toddler self saying you suck because you, right. you can't hold a spoon correctly or you keep getting it on your face. It's the right. same thing for, our adult journey is we got to look back at ourselves and say, wow, you were, you, you know, you were trying your best to be seen and heard and respected, but yep. it wasn't working out for you, but now you know better. So you have compassion for that old, old self. I think that's, you yeah. couldn't have said it better, Christine. That was, Good. that was beautiful. Um, <laughs> one last question. Oh, no, not one last question. I got about probably two, but there's, there's something that happens very spiritually on this journey. And that is, I don't know how to word this. How, um, when I started to shift and change and heal myself, it was because there was truths and concepts that came to me that I recognized as truth. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then the, then the choice, the hero's journey, the choice is to adopt that truth into your life because right. we have a choice to go, oh, I feel the truth of that. I'm going to adopt that or I'm going to ignore that and keep trying to do this on my own steam. Mm -hmm. So how did you do or how would you, what would you explain to somebody about when you hear the truth or how do you know what wisdom to use and what wisdom not to use like what yeah am i making sense 
I'm yeah, just making you know. this question up yeah. right now. No, you're making sense. It's, it's <laughs> honestly, um, so it's ego versus the truth. That's what you're, what is bashing heads right now. Like when you, when you're going through this, right? So, um, I think coming from whatever is, whatever negative thought or doesn't feel good and you're, and you're wrestling with, it's usually your ego. I still, I, and you know, I have found through this, this course, I talk to my ego now and literally mm -hmm. when I tell it to shut up, it's all the thoughts stop. Isn't it amazing? It's amazing. Before I thought it was just, I'm crazy. I can't get out of this mental cycle I'm in right now. Like, oh, like what is my problem? And then I would beat myself up. But now I look at it. No, I'm love. And then my ego. So anything that feels bad or is not not serving you and you're just you're overthinking and stuff that's your ego so literally i literally okay i stop i say what is what are you feeling like where is this coming from and i see if it's true or not if it's not true it's my ego and i say listen i will either say shut up i will have it i will i will, I will tell the truth to it i'll be like please stop talking like and it goes away yeah that's yeah. So there is, um, there is that point in our lives where we have to, there's wisdom for a reason and we're souls and we're spirits. And when mm -hmm. that, we have the greatest indicator of it because it actually feels good. So we kind of know when truth is entering our heart because if there's a piece to it, yeah. there's a, you know, that was how it was for me. Is that how it was for you? Yes. There is peace to it, um, and peace and hope, I guess. Like, I rec yeah. yeah. Yeah, I put hope on everything, um, and peace, yeah. Yes, when you can really rest in your truth and know it, it's mm -hmm. the most peaceful thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is. So when that, you know, that truth comes in, and this is what I try to share a lot with people is, we start to shift and change organically just when there's something, it can be a meme. I can see a meme on Facebook for 10 seconds and I'm like that screenshot, type it out on a piece of paper, throw yeah. it up on my wall. I mean, yeah. and then I'm staring at this thing cause I'm like, that's truth. That resonated in yeah. my body. And I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to get that thing so that I'm acting from that truth. Rather yeah. than like you were saying, the ego who's going, yeah, you suck. You need to call him and give him a piece of your mind and no one's going to want yeah. you. And you know, whatever that dreaded ego is saying yeah. to us. Yeah. The mantras. I never did mantras before this. And now that is my saving grace. Every single day I pick, I will pick one um, that I'm feeling good about that for with me that day. And then if something else comes up, throws me off my game a little bit, I think of you, I think of mantras and I say it and I, turns me back around. Mm -hmm. So do you hear my voice in your head? Cause all my clients say to me, yeah, I hear I you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I hope that's a good thing. <laughs> I have clients all the time. And then I heard you say, I'm like, okay, yeah. that's yeah. funny. Yeah. Mantras. They're, they're super powerful. I still use those two those day. I don't, we don't use them in a spiritual bypass kind of a way, which I want to tell people. Mantra really is about retraining the brain. When you have a negative, nasty thought about yourself, you're just 
you're just connecting with truth and you're re repeating it so that you can literally rewire your brain. Yeah. So we can rewire from this old negative, dysfunctional, disempowered way of thinking, and we can wire in this new empowered way of thinking. Because mantras, affirmations, all those things have gotten kind of a bad rap over the years because people like, and hey, I just sit there and talk about positivity and it doesn't do anything. No. Mm -hmm. But when you are rewiring something within yourself that is um, a negative belief that has kept you right. small and stuck and afraid, and you start to rewire a new belief that is true, because yeah. we're not lying. I mean, there's no lie right. happening here. It's actually truth. But we've been believing a disempowered thought rather than an empowered thought. So we, right. you know, we get to choose. One last question, my dear. Well, what would be your three biggest takeaways from your healing journey from self-love to soulmate? Like what advice and wisdom would you share with our sisters here in Attract a Great Guy that were like, like where you're just so glad you know this now? Like, wow, this is life changing and I, I'm going to know this now for the rest of my life. Yeah. Three big takeaways. Um... They can be random. Yeah, just, <clears throat> you know, just finding that love for yourself, like getting to that point yeah. where you can really, where you do really love yourself and that you're able to easily set those boundaries. Setting boundaries now before, like during the course, I was like, what do you mean a boundary? Like, what do I, what do I do? what do I say? What do I do? Like, I was so confused about it. And then now I like when I get to, because like, like with, <laughs> I already have another boundary coming with this, my, with him. Oh yeah. Haven't heard. Like, oh yeah. So now to, I'm even thinking like, Oh, what am I going to do? What am I like? It's fun now because doesn't like, it get exciting? I am not attached at all to the outcome. Not at all. And that is what I was always attached to. Always afraid because I didn't want the relationship to end. Now, now my love and myself and how I'm treated is the number one priority. And if that means you have to go, bye. You know, like, I don't care. Like, I setting boundaries is fun for me now. So that, because I was, when something intimidates me, I procrastinate it. And I'm like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. But no, now it's like, one of my favorite things like to Isn't figure out oh, funny okay. that's it's so funny right that happened to me i was like ooh, this requires a boundary i get to demonstrate my my love for myself now yeah it's fascinating how it turns into the scariest thing into the it, i know that's what the healing yeah. does though it's really yeah. does that yep so really getting to that part but really being open open to understanding yourself open to learning and growth open to growing because mm. that's that's what that formula right there is gonna be the change you know and let's see third ones i i'm i'm really obsessed with mantras <laughs> like i love them um it's i just think learning so so really learning how to talk to your ego and change those when, I mean, we're human, we're human in spirit, right? So we're going to have thoughts come in. It's normal, but it's the time that you let that thought linger 
is the yeah. what is needs to be changed mm-hmm. right so that's why i love mantras so much because i'll 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 be in a good mood and then something oh doubting myself at something and i'm like why am i what and then i don't want to go low i don't want to mess it up i don't want to yeah. spiral downward so then i think of a mantra and think of the truth or why am i feeling doubtful or something so i have found that to be super super helpful and talking to my ego mm-hmm. and keeping yourself a in alignment with you your yeah. your va- your value keeping yourself in re- reminding ourselves who we are you know mm-hmm. like i i've been hard on my body t- at times through my life and yeah. i'm the oldest you know that i've ever been obviously body is not like it was in my 20s and i'm loving this thing belly you know that's bigger than ever you know what I mean? it's like i feel so much better now even though i quote don't look as good as i used to if i if you want to say yeah. practical purposes yeah. and yeah so it's all about yeah. this acceptance of self too and remembering that the words that we say to ourselves have so much power so much power yeah, yeah. i would like to say like i my whole life i've struggled with body image being fat when I wasn't, but always think I am never perfect enough, never look good. And since this course, like example today, normally we're going on live, whatever, right? Like I didn't want to wear mascara today. So I didn't. And I'm I was thinking how great your eyelashes looked actually. I thought you had it on. I don't have mascara on. And because I was like, normally I'd be like, oh my God, I'd be freaking out. I wasn't nervous at all. I'd be freaking out like what I look like on the live and people gonna, who's gonna see this? Like. No, I didn't want to wear mascara today. I didn't put it on, right? Good job. Yeah. Yesterday, I saw my daughter's father. He's like a fitness guru person. And I'd, normally, I'd be like, oh, like, I, I even wore, so I even let him see me in pajamas and, like, not, like, you know, like, I just didn't care. Did not get ready. All. Yeah. It was just, it was, and, you know, I used yesterday, I was like, this is, a great experience and like thinking this in my head and I'm like, this is so freeing. Like, is yes. this what, like, like going from always obsessing about what you look like to now embracing and loving your body, no matter what it looks like is so freeing. Mm-hmm. So, And that energy is what's, I think it's important that we let people know that that's the energy that goes out into the cosmos. Cause there's two things that happens here when we attract somebody on this level of energy and it's it's whatever vibration or frequency that is which is our neediness is usually coupled with a selfish man or needs it to be about him and that's the vibration but as we start to grow and heal that starts the disconnect is what i saw happening with you and Mm -hmm. your just recent person is that that disconnect happened because immediately you're like i'm not sure i want him because yeah. you started to grow. Well, now you're going to be at this level and then you'll start attracting you and everybody I'm talking to. You will attract yeah. from yeah. a completely different level than we attracted before. That's part of the magic of this whole self-love is it actually changes our vibration. But also, if we do attract somebody that is not treating us well, this level is more likely to do the things you're saying, set a boundary, make sure you matter, um, mm-hmm. because you love because you love yourself. You you know now that you're worth it. 
So there's nothing bad that can happen from healing yourself, from loving yourself. There's nothing bad that can happen because right. we don't turn into a jerk, right? right? We actually get softer with ourselves, but we get firmer with bad behavior. Yep. But a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to become a bitch. Did you feel like you became a bitch or did you, how did it feel for you to start setting boundaries? No, I didn't. And I didn't think I was a bitch at all. I would think I was respecting myself and, and honoring myself and doing what it was right for me. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't like it, then okay. Good. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, I think, like I right. Because, yeah. because like we circling back around to what you were saying that you didn't like who you were turning into yeah. that, you know, whatever that ended up being that person that doesn't feel good. Empowering ourselves doesn't, you know, we actually lose those disempowered behaviors, whether it's whatever they might be. I don't want to name, yeah. I don't remember what yours was, but for me, it was be screaming and yelling and, you know, whatever I was doing, yeah. those stopped and it just became this like solid boundary calmness. setting. Calmness. 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 Yeah. 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 No, I, so I'll say what I do. And so at the end, Granted, I thought he was cheating, but um, I tore him apart for like three days, just mm -hmm. tearing him apart, his character, everything. And I'm like, you know, that didn't feel good at all. Like, that's not empowering. That's you, 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 you know, that's low. Mm -hmm. And now when he does things or anybody, I just look at and I'm like, hmm. I, I, my first thing isn't to say something negative about them because it's not my job to point that out. I don't, I'm not job in front, in front of their character, like with their judgment, whatever. It's my job to protect me and accept mm -hmm. what is happening or not. So when you can shift that, which is the huge thing I learned from you is shifting it and saying, take it for what it is pretty much. And then say, no, thank you. You know? Yeah. Well, you just said something that is really, really, really important. And when I feel like why you really blew through this course is that every step of the way with me, you were radically honest about your behavior. You're like, no, but Chris and I attacked him. I'm like, okay, well, tell me about it. Like you weren't like, I didn't do anything, you know, like, or, or, or conveniently leave it out. And so yeah. that's something that I hope people are taking away from this today is when you are, you got to be completely radically honest with yourself. Nothing's going to happen. You're not going to get struck by lightning that, you know, there's not going to be an abyss that swallows you up. It's uh, <laughs> truth, truth, radical self-honesty is of love. It's, it's, it's high yeah. spiritual energy when you're like, yeah, that was me. I was, cause I remember you telling me that you're like, no, but I, and you told me several times, you're like, no, I, I, I Felt tore really him apart bad. for a couple <laughs> days. And I was like, okay, well, what did that look like? And, you know, we talked about it, but the fact when we are really, just able to own our shit and we're able to say, yeah, I did that. That's when it breaks off of us. It's when we're keeping it hidden and pushing it down. And that's one of the, was what was one of the joys of working with you is I didn't have to guess. I knew yeah. that everything was on the table. All I needed to do yeah. was help you sort it out. Like it was like, pfft. I asked a yeah. question you answered and it was yeah. my heart to yours. I could feel that honesty. So yeah. in wrapping up, just want everybody to know that, you know, just being honest with yourself, sometimes it's hard because we have a lot of shame involved in it. But at first, the, the honesty just needs to happen to you. You don't have to take it out into the world because you may not have people around you that are going to support that, or maybe they'll belittle you or 
say, I told you so, or whatever that feels bad and wants to make you clam back up again. Just admitting it to yourself at first is the most important step of the journey. So get comfortable with knowing it yourself. Like, wow, I'm really not showing up in an empowered way, right? And then you can take another step. Well, thank you, sister, so much for being mm -hmm. here. You know, I just yeah, adore the crap out of you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I loved working with you. And we're going to we continue working together. So Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And thank yeah. you for being willing because Christine had to do a little finagling with nap time for her little girl. And I know she's just starting to wake up, so it's good. Perfect oh, my God. Great timing, <laughs> Mama. Yep. So if anybody has any questions, feel free. Feel free to pop them into the comment section and either me or Christine will answer them, whoever you need to address them to, or maybe both of us. Yeah. I just want to say thank you. I love you. Mwah. Yeah, love you I, too. I appreciate you. you and um, yes. we'll talk soon. Okay. Thanks for Bye. watching everybody. Okay. Bye-bye. Wasn't that an amazing conversation? I'm incredibly grateful that Christine agreed to come on board and to be so raw and real and vulnerable about her experiences and personal wins through the Self-Love to Soulmate Masterclass. If this is something that you are interested in or maybe have been pondering for some time, you can jump over to my website at kristenbrown.org, click on the coaching tab, and there you will find more information regarding this course. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And until next time, remember, you matter. So much love.